halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. Hi, I'm Jenny Tare, and this is Halfway There, the podcast about the new middle age, and oh. you're getting older just listening to this. Very crucial change you just made there. It, oh, it really? used to be what? a podcast about the new middle age, but you've turned it into the, the podcast about the new middle age. Oh. And maybe that is a okay. change we should make. We are. I like that. We, we are, are the quintessential, the definitive, exclusive. yep, exclusive, yeah. definitive, nice. ultimate, final. I've been using thesaurus a lot lately because I've been doing <laughs> so. Um, oh, just in your life? Yes, as part of work. Oh, okay. So you're gonna are you gonna start like when I speak during this podcast? Are you gonna be like stop? You can use a better word. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna throw a spell binding spell binding at you and uh, enthralling. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say sad, say melancholy. Yes. All right. I'm excited. Morose. Yeah. Although it's true, I, I haven't been using, I, I can't help you with downer words because everything I've been using is more like over the top. Well, you're okay, selling, like so. Selling, yes. Yeah. Unless it's like antidepressant yes. medication, I guess. It, it, it it's be. not like, uh, <laughs> enjoy a visit to Paris where everybody is morose, you know. Not. Yeah. The legendary French melancholy. <laughs> Although I did. I did. I think I told you this before. I don't know if I'm on, on air before, but the last time we were in Paris, apparently there'd been a concerted campaign to attract tourism. This was before COVID, mm-hmm. uh, my last international trip, so that everybody there was going out of their way to be super friendly. Really? Yeah. And it, <laughs> no. No, I'm not joking. So, Do you really think the French give a fuck about a national campaign? Like, that seems like something yeah. they go out of their way to... Yeah, disagreed. Yeah, they would be like burning. But it was shocking. They were faking it till they made it because you you did not feel like, oh, you know, American tourists, like, fuck this. They really seem like genuinely twinkly. Maybe Mm. they were just attracted to you. Maybe, maybe, maybe they, they were trying to swing. Uh, yeah, maybe and, they were trying to swing. And, and I was making an effort to... <laughs> how do you say swing in French? Um, in swing guerre? in French. Uh, on va faire du... Uh, I don't know. Ménage à quatre. For the listener, we, we, we're going to have some exclusive content where uh, Jen and I tried to play British swingers trying to lure... Kim into our den of sin. Holiday. <laughs> it was it was a recreation like you see on those crime shows, but mm-hmm. and it was a crime, yeah. <laughs> an, really an accent was. crime. Um, so the queen has COVID. That's mm-hmm. what we were all talking about, and we're quite worried for her health. It's bad when old yeah. people get COVID, though. It is yeah. my uh, my s- sisters. Ex mother in law died of COVID. She got, oh, she, she was shit. 90 and she was oh. thrice vaccinated, but it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I heard anyway, an, an make it, let's make it cheerful. Um, if this, if this is a time capsule, um, if anybody remains after Omicron, like variation 3CH. You, you um, doing uh, our year 2300 five, disclaimer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you are listening in the year what 2300 so yeah. the monarchy was a weird institution that was like left over from medieval times that for some reason some countries held on to um and then some countries uh, recreated them i mean jeff bezos is getting an entire bridge like undone so his mega yacht can <laughs> sail through it's pretty that's that's pretty much like monarchy behavior right? the funny thing is i don't think the queen would ever do anything like that i no. know she's been chastened it's i mean they're they're much more i think because so much of their money comes to the taxpaying public they're much more circumspect they're not as yeah. like flashy 
Yeah. Although they just settled a $12 million suit out of court <laughs> with Virginia. Uh, uh, oh, Prince Andrew. Yeah. yeah. Don't, mm-hmm. don't say his name. He's a persona non grata <laughs> yeah. around Buckingham Palace these days. Yeah. Not yeah, only I that, guess... this story continues to evolve. Did you hear about these other associate of Epstein's that died by hanging in a Parisian jail yesterday? Yeah, I just yes. sent it, I sent it this morning in our okay. cooling down text thread. I was like, isn't it weird how people keep on committing suicide and like the cameras don't work and the guards are asleep? And they're like, oops, oh, I don't I, know what happened. I, um, I never used to be a conspiracy theory person, but God, it's it's weird, weird. but but. But how is Ghislaine Maxwell still alive? Like, I expected her dead within the first two weeks after her capture. And because um, maybe mean, she's maybe she's the mastermind. So she's the one who's got to know all these people shit, off. Yeah, but maybe. But if she's the mastermind, she doesn't want to die. She just wants to make sure that nobody else talks. So no, no, but oh, okay. So you're assuming that they're actually killing themselves <laughs> because no, we're no, going no. I'm saying that I'm saying that theory. she's got people out there doing the dirty work for her. Oh, that's oh, what you think is. But she was always the uh, the uh, evil genius. Well, not genius, but you know. Oh, I think it was all. I mean, I think it was both of them, but I definitely think it was him. I mean, it is a really strange when you start like reading the details of him in particular. It is really it's, bizarre. It's bizarre. It's very dark. It's it's very, you know, I I seldom use the word evil, you know, because I think it's overused in, in relation to just things that you don't agree with. But I mean, this is we're talking evil. Um, yeah. it, it goes so deep and, and, you know, these, there were children just being traded, traded and, and, and bought and sold and it's evil. This it's, is going to, yeah. this is going to tie in so nicely with, um, Jen's cheerful uh, commentary coming up later. (laughs) Boy, another perky episode of Halfway There. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's a strange, it is a really, it is one of those stories that is deeply, deeply bizarre. Also very unclear what in fact, like he did. I mean, he just said a lot of money, but it's very unclear. (laughs) He helped people with their investments. He was like an investment advisor, quote unquote, hard emphasis on the uh, sarcastic hand gesture. It's just when you have money, it just starts making more money. When you have a certain amount of money, it just. My money makes money. My money makes money. That's a full time job. Making your money make more money. Shonda Rhimes's Inventing Anna. Are you guys? Oh my it? God! I want to, but does does Anna get money from this? Yes. Do we? Yes. She got three hundred k, but I believe she had to give it I'm all. I'm sure up that's because gone. She, yeah. But, apparently, it's like restitution. Like she owes the state, so it's basically gone, and she's being deported back to Germany. <laughs> it's about freaking time. Isn't she it's, Russian? She's probably still trying to to. to scam them like oh no don't depart me to germany i'm actually from monaco um please uh, deport me to uh, the south of france and um you know well, it's, i feel like she it. could become like a d-list pop star based on Definitely. her family <laughs> yeah i'm anna i'll take uh, your money yeah. but we'll have fun honey <laughs> i mean <laughs> okay the thing about the show kim i'll be really curious when you see it is that it's very weird framing because they yeah. have her as kind of a hero. Yeah. And well, all the rich people as well, she is. is she yeah. a modern day Robin Hood? You guys Who doesn't love a con artist. It swindles the rich. Come on. Yeah, but she wasn't given to the poor, that's for sure. No, she was just given to her own like wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. But her wardrobe is very questionable. Do you guys remember the, the coverage from the trial? I, I, I don't know if maybe she was having trouble getting like couture or whatever, but there was a whole parade of her looks that were <laughs> yeah. all very strange, sort of like Wednesday from the Adams family, but like, you know, in white, little I do lace like her mod dresses and strange. Her big 
chunky glass. <laughs> she was really trying to work a look, but I don't know what that look was about. Like, I, I don't yeah. know how that was helping her. Yeah. yeah. Didn't I mean, help her, does, apparently. does anybody, doesn't everybody now see, don't, haven't we all seen enough shows that we, if we go to court, if we're on a jury, and like the defendant shows up looking demure when we knew previously they were, you know, what we're going to see evidence of their flashy like or whatever. Like, do are people really swayed by, oh, look, she's wearing like conservative gray, you know, tailored suit now must be innocent. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think I think in subtle ways, yes, they could be but like not if you're obviously trying to dress up as this character she was wearing little white lace mini dresses like oh look at me trying to to telegraph that i am innocent by wearing white all the time like come on now i have a question for you too have you ever had an experience with a con man or con con person like someone that you were like, oh, this person is conning me. Like this person is psycho. I or you just like a bell went off that you're like, mm, I don't. Not personally, but I knew I knew somebody in college, not in our circle, Kim, but in like my friends from the dorm circle. This person was just an absolute for sympathy, and it was like cons for sympathy and free rent, basically. Whoa. So it was. I'm trying. I. I I'm even having a hard time remembering the person that, that was being conned, but it was all about like, Oh, this person died and now I have no money. And like, but just the tragedies were piling up to a degree that finally the friend realized, okay, this is literally <laughs> a life cannot Impossible. be this eventful or tragic. Right. Right. So, um, but that's really the only, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm an other than like that. Con, I think I, con I, man bought, be, be warned. I think, I think I bought like some get rich quick scheme when I was in my twenties over the mail. Like those are cons, right? Yeah. Kim, how about you? Uh, have I met somebody who's like that, that made those bells go off? Yeah. Have I ever been scammed? Not really. Um, I remember being, <laughs> I remember when I was, um, I don't know why this is coming to mind. Maybe because of the Jeffrey Ep- Epstein uh, stuff because it's very disturbing but I remember being getting a call at home um and I was like 12 or 13 and and I don't know they were selling some camp or something and then the guy was like okay well we need to know more about your body like it was obviously a pervert he's like so but it was like a checklist I was 12 though he's like so are your, it's so disturbing, you guys, are your nipples, um, would you say they're dime size, quarter really? size, or yeah. And I oh answered all the questions. And then later I was like, you know, <laughs> that made me feel weird. Like, I think that might have been like a bad person, a bad man, oh you know. Oh, and your parents were like, oh, no, send it in and make some cash off of this. No, they weren't. <laughs> Yeah, well, they hadn't wait until TikTok, yeah. but that's coming later in the episode. Um, have you ever had? Okay, well, I've had two experience. One is sort of a roundabout scam, which was this guy who he was a like hardcore socialist, and he wanted me to like subscribe to like the socialist worker, and he was super hot. <laughs> and I was like, I was that's like, a oh. problem. It was a problem because I was like, oh, my God. Was he like I, one of the guys on a poster, like with like bulging biceps and a hammer he, and a sickle? And you want you, you practically he okay. was super hot working like shit. Like it was around. Um, I think I met him like near Columbia. And ultimately, he only wanted me to subscribe to the socialist worker. But I was like, this guy's super hot. He was Irish, too. And he was yeah. like, you know, don't you want to be part of this movement? And I was like, halfway through the beer, I'm like, oh, this guy just wants me to fucking sign up for this dumb fucking workers newspaper. Like I was, I was. And you were just using him for that potato. Yeah, I was like, This is a lot of work to get like a dollar out of you. Like a dollar a month. I know. He was probably still interested in you. Come on. No, he wasn't. He was a seriously dedicated communist. Is this is this the same guy who's in Downton Abbey, the communist that eventually becomes part of the family? What's his name? Yeah, it. I he mean, gets he totally I mean, absorbed into the into the 
Crawley family. Yeah. <laughs> That's all his principles. <laughs> you guys, it was kind of scary, hot, though, talking so okay. to him. He was hot <laughs> and he sounded like a propaganda machine. It was really crazy. Like halfway through the drink, I was yeah. like, wait a second. This guy's doing a hard sale pitch on me and it's starting to creep me out. And then, of course, have you guys gotten the phone call from the IRS? Oh, uh, yeah. I they like texts and stuff texts. like your oh, social you security gotten... number okay. has been registered with the IRS. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I I immediately like the first time I got something like that, I think I Googled it and I was like, oh, scam. OK, but like it does ra- raise your hackles a little bit. Like, oh, my God. I got I'll a call admit, before yeah. I knew it was ubiquitous and it was like the IRS located in Bombay, India, you know, like <laughs> it was like, you know, you need to call us right now. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The IRS. Oh, my God. And I called and I was like, what? You know, trying to suss out. And then I called Chantaine actually. And I was like, oh my God, the IRS, this guy from the IRS called me and said I owed a bunch of money. I was totally freaked out. Also at that point, I was doing freelance, you know, I was a freelancer. So I was doing taxes and I was like, oh my God, I think I'm being audited. And so Chantaine called the guy and like got into a fight with him. And then the guy was like, suck my dick. <laughs> and I was at that point, I was like, okay, I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the IRS. Okay. Like, I don't think the IRS. I do not know this. Suck but... my dick <laughs> on the phone. You know what? They're Probably so short staffed. They actually might. They might be, they're yeah. so stressed out and so gutted staff wise. But I don't know this, but I imagine you cannot outsource government jobs, right? Like you can't. And the IRS only contacts you by mail, only. Um, And you guys, um, actually, this is so funny. Like a call center in Bangalore can't be working for the DOJ. Mm -mm. There, there is a huge YouTuber. You guys, you have to check out. I mean, his name is Kit Boga. I think he's got like over a million subscribers, K-I-T-B-O-G-A. And all he does is scam the scammers. I did this one oh, day. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah. And he's huge because it happened to his, you know, elderly mother and she'd yeah. lost some of her savings or something. And he yeah. wastes their time for hours on. And these calls are so, they're hilarious, first of all, because the, the, the guys are just, they're just like, what did I, I told you that you need to, you give, give me your IRA or you're going to lose all your money. You know, I'm sorry to do a, I, I'm not meaning to do a racist <laughs> accent, but a lot of the times they're obviously in a foreign bo- boiler room and they get yeah. very agitated. And the, the, it's, it's hilarious, but like I was reading the comments because I, I spent like an afternoon doing this, but on on uh, Facebook and they were Nigerian scammers and they were trying to get me to rent an apartment, which was obviously like a short term term stay, uh, like executive suites in Manhattan. And, and they, I, they were insisting I couldn't see it first, but I just needed to send the money. So I spent the next four hours saying I was going to the bank. Oh, I could pay them a year up front. Oh you know, I kept upping the money and I had a whole thread of people following, but but after a while, I, I give props to this guy. The energy is just so dark. They're so <laughs> mean that you just yeah. get, it's just creepy. He's really, yeah. he's really, he's doing the Lord's work. Like these, these guys over in Bangalore, wherever they are, know the Kit Boga. Like they know that there is this guy who is, uh, he is he's shedding light on the scammers. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy stuff. You should you should listen. It's entertaining up to a point, And then it's just kind of like, ugh, you know, I need to. I know. They did a raid in, it's in, I think it's in, um, in Bombay in India. Uh, they did a raid on one of the call centers because they had, they, I think they've scammed like upwards of 10 to $15 million. And it's incredibly a lot of lucrative. People. And it, that is really horrifying to think of someone like old person in their home getting a call. You know, I mean, it's it is it's fucking dark. It yeah. is. It's very dark. And we're and, and they don't care. They, I mean, he'll cry. He has this filter that makes him sound exactly like an old lady. And, you know, what they do oh is they'll, they'll go into your bank account and they'll change the HTML settings so they can 
sort of make it seem like they've given you a huge transfer of money, like, oh, this special, you know, um, investment tool, like you just made $50,000 or Bitcoin or they'll just throw out oh, these sort of words and yeah. then then make them think that they have this money and then have them send it back. That's one of the scams. And it, and it works. I oh, mean, God, a lot of these man. people... Not to mention like the love scams. He doesn't really do love scams, but a lot of older, you know, single people, widowed people often fall prey to it. And it's kind of sad. Like at what point as as the middle-aged podcast, do we need to start worrying about being so like out of touch with technology and things that we're easily scammable? I I just... I feel like we will. It's just boomers. I'm sorry, boomers. Just, you think? You think? Yeah. So what do you think? We're we're gonna be with it. Like I have two businesses, graphic design and travel agent, and both have niche scams that mm. people try to pull on me. Like the, what? The travel agent one is, hey, uh, I need like a last minute flight from Lagos to like Cairo. And then red flag, red flag. Addis, Addis Ababa. <laughs> like the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, well, let me see what, what insanity this is. Cause it came through the website. Yeah. And you know, at some point I'm like, well, can you provide me like more details? How many people passport number I need? You know, I can't book anything without this information. And they're like, oh, we, um, can you just make the deposit for us? I'm like, I can't book any, like, I don't know. I don't understand the scam. Right. I can't book anything without these details and then it kind of evaporates. So they think I'm just in my name going to, you know, reserve. Well, they're not very good scammers. But this one one comes in on the regular. But graphic designers, poor graphic designers trying to scam us. Like graphic designers don't make that much money. Go after the rig. Yeah. I mean, they're like, hey, I need like, you know, I need a book design ASAP. And I'm like, okay, can you provide me details? And they're like, oh, um, no. No, just give me money. Yeah, just give me money. (laughs) Scam is that. I mean, the the sophisticated scammers, basically it is always some variation of making you think that they're going to give you money or you got, or they overpaid you in advance and that money doesn't actually exist and getting you to give it back to them, getting it getting you to give money that you thought you had or, you know, excess money or surplus back to them. And it's really just your own money, you know, whether it's like money orders or stuff like that. But yeah, this kit bogus stuff. I mean, it gets pretty, it gets pretty sophisticated in that they have websites you can log into. Like a lot of it now is like Bitcoin. And of course, of course they're using cryptocurrency to scam people because maybe it's just a scam um but yeah it's sad if you it is sad i'm sure you both maybe read this back in the day but for the listener if you haven't if you can dig up the new yorker archives a few years ago there was an article about a pastor or a priest somewhere in new england that went all in on the nigerian prince thing like oh, he yeah, got scammed I I out this. of everything and it's a fascinating story because you see all of the twists and turns and how they're like oh we need a you know a little more cash we're all we're almost you know we've almost been able to get them the loan from the bank to give you your inheritance or whatever anyway this guy got sucked in all the way and sucked dry wow that's terrible it's a fascinating incredible story and his whole thing is like there was a point where i just couldn't go back Mm. Like I was just in too deep. And I, I guess couldn't. at some point it becomes humiliating to admit that you've been completely hosed yeah. and you have to start li- lying to yourself and believing it. That reminds me of the New York. Like a Trump voter. <laughs> yeah. Like a, exactly. I've been basically. Yeah. Um, it was about guardianships and that is a truly completely horrifying story, which is court appointed guardians who can, it's like basically what Britney Spears just went through conservatorships, yeah. but the state can appoint guardians and they're private, like 
organizations that effectively completely skim off the top. It's you. I'll send you guys that article because it's truly one of the most harrowing and horrific things I've ever read. I, I can't really describe it. it. It's one of those things where people can, this woman in Las Vegas who did this to people like sussed out old people to basically convince the state. And she had the, the judge on the take that this person was incapacitated and needed mm. guardian care. This is over the objections of this person's family. And then they bleed them dry. I, I mean, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I think modern day, I think I, I don't this happen. It, it, it's so like imagining that happening to your parents yeah. That some outside party basically convinced a judge over your objections that your parents are adult and need to be put into a home and they need to manage their finances, including selling their homes and, and end this, up making a bunch of money. Off oh, of it. absolutely. And this was perfectly legal is. Well, I, I don't know how you don't want to like take a semi-automatic. Yeah, murder I'm, somebody. I'm serious. Like, Absolutely. I, anything. Well, in this case, the judge was in cahoots, so obviously it's yeah much more complicated. But anything where, especially the elderly or the young, their money yeah. is being put in some kind of you know one one of these situations. Like you need to do triple takes. To the people who are doing this to them because it's it's inviting a lot yeah. of or the mentally or whatever yeah. yeah i think that the britney case is really going to um serve as a, a case that you know lawmakers will hopefully learn from she posted something Oh, God. And it was sort of like, oh, God, Brittany, like she posted something representative Charlie Crist mm-hmm. um, from Florida. No, no, she posted something. I can't remember who wrote the letter, but yeah, maybe maybe it was Charlie Crist. But I don't know why it would be him because he's Florida. But anyway, it was basically inviting her to come to Congress. And I don't know if it was testifying before Congress, but just basically talk about her experience so they could learn about you know, abusive conservatorships. And then she posted, oh, y'all, I've been invited to the White House. It was sort of like vaguely reminiscent. Of, remember the Nicki Minaj? Remember her cousin's friend's ball? Yes. And, and, then, <laughs> and then she was like, I've been invited to the White House to talk about my cousin's friend's balls, but it wasn't the White House. It was Congress. Um, it's Congress for Britney. But anyway, I do hope that they use this case and others like it to change laws because be it's, shit in it's kind of horrific. I don't, know if you've, I don't know if you've heard, but Congress, they don't get shit done. Well, it's, yeah. It's, it might uh, ban lawmakers from trading stocks. I mean, which would be a really, really good thing. Lawmakers and their spouses. I mean, yeah, I mean, there done. should be there should be rules against them oh, yeah. getting unduly rich, you know, it's especially insane on the back of information that like is basically inside information that they oh, have yeah, that they're privy trading. to. Yeah. Yeah. A Twitter totally. account. They're called unusual whales and they started great credit to them. They started to track lawmakers stock buys and they noticed that they were beating the market continually, like beating some of the biggest private equity and hedge funds, their returns. And one yeah. of the worst offenders, I hate to say this is Nancy Pelosi and her husband who make yeah. like very highly leveraged trades. And so, and that horrible guy, Dan Crenshaw, that horrible Good. one who's- Yeah, the eye know, patch guy. The eye patch. Love the eye patch, kind of sexy. Good look. Totally. But... We love eye patches. Yes, All eye patches, look. welcome. Yes. He's just... I'm going to rock one. Pirate look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll it, it go down very well here. I, 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 I'm sorry to <laughs> drag Madonna into this, but it did not work for Madonna when she was doing it for a- <laughs> Hot oh minute. yeah oh did she have an eye patch phase i don't remember yeah she had, her last album started with an eye patch situation oh um was she still wearing her grill didn't <sighs> she have like a grill too i mean she I, kind of lobs on to any sort of trend i will i will say the eye yes. patch came out of nowhere like what she she yeah. i think she flirted with it previously during erotica actually but mm-hmm. then it worked because the whole look was kind of S and M ish, and there's something. Well, it's it's almost like she became she went from being like the 
cultural sort of innovator and uh, you know to someone who's just kind of an older lady hanging on to trends that are being made by young people you know I don't know when that transition happened you know what I mean whatever Madonna used to do in 1992 we were the fuck going to be like that's cool you know Madonna is wearing an eye patch like yes you know It wasn't it wasn't seen as silly. It was Madonna being Madonna. And now I'm going to be like, you're going, I'm concerned you're going to stumble and fall seeing only out of one eye. See, you know? I, I hate to talk bad about Madonna. <laughs> everybody else does. And I don't mean to be talking bad about Madonna. It's just no, that no. she does, you know, she posts a lot and she looks she's slowing down. She's slowing down. She do, I'll just put it that way. You, you know, she's. So. Yeah, she's oh. she, she's got her ass out twerking and stuff. It's just she's kind of, but she's kind of she looks a little arthritic. I'm not trying. No, she's a bit, probably but. more fit than all of us. But well, one hundred percent. She works out like four hours a day. But she can't dance through her. She used to, you guys. Like Camilo, Camilo, I hate to break it to you. I know she's a major hero of yours. Uh. She has gotten slightly frail just look She's at some of her 64 her, right yeah, exactly there's nothing there's nothing yeah. wrong there's no right. shame in it i'm just no, no, saying no. but even when she was put on your grill and twerk you know yeah. don't don't break your back that's all yeah even yeah. if you, Watch even if you go back to like confessions on a dance floor the tour which i did not attend but i saw the the, the recording um you're like it's very cleverly done, but she's really not dancing that much. She's mostly getting carried around. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. There's a huge difference from like three tours before where she was like, you look at Blonde Ambition, you're like, what the, f-? like how? Oh, she was, she was an, she was an athlete. I mean, yeah. even, I even think like, look at Madonna, like circa age 40 was so extremely oh fit. It's yeah. so extremely like, an attractive, extremely fit, exceptional specimen of a person. Yeah. Um, but she's in her 60s, you know. We it's okay, should Madonna. Watch... It's okay. It's all good. I know. Exactly. I feel like we should do an episode where we all rewatch Truth or Dare, the documentary, because I don't oh, think God. I've seen it in like 20 years. Nostalgia. So we should watch it and see how it, how it has aged. Kind of like Madonna. Yeah. My thing um, is, speaking of entertainment, becoming more like a cat. It's mm, it's yeah. becoming that you know. She's going to Jocelyn really Wilbenstein. Yeah, we've it talked about this. Yes, we've talked about it. I just notice it, you know, when I'm on Instagram, and it's like, oh my god, wow. There's something like almost. It's like sci-fi happening. It's. Yeah. It feels, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Look, I'm sure when I hit it. I'll be like, even, even now I'm like, oh my God, I would totally get my neck tightened up. Like I'm, I'm there. I, no judgment. Just no judgment. Go, to, go to Jennifer Aniston's person. Um, I know. Speaking of entertainment, we need to move on to our next. Uh, oh, to our segment. segment. Of, to our, okay. our spe- special feature segment Woo-hoo. starring you. What are the cool kids up to? What music do they like? Where do they go at night? Are they watching sexy Netflix shows or anime or both? Cool, cool kids like really cool kids. We want to know what you're up to. Ah, as if. Okay. My uh, segment this week is what are the kids up to? It's the kids. And I was at my very exciting job. (laughs) Speaking of the kids. They're all back. I have so many stories to tell, including people getting arrested for shoplifting at the local grocery store. Um, I have a very funny story to tell, but I have to tell it off the air. Sorry, listeners. Um, Wait, wait, wait. How much how much can they donate to the Patreon for you to share that story? Like, oh, God, bonus bonus content. Bonus content, And they can never know the school. Um, Okay, so I found an article today perusing the failing New York Times website. And it was, she was like a TikTok star and then a gunman showed up and I read the whole thing. And effectively, let me try and sort of boil it down. This, I think, how old is she? Like 12 years old? No, she's 14, maybe Okay, she's 14. When it started, it was, she was 12, I thought. Mm. She was 
I guess she's been she's doing like, it. You you have to be 13, I believe, to start doing TikTok. So I think she was doing okay. it since 13. Since 13. Okay. And so now she's 14 or 15. Yeah. And she became like kind of a TikTok sensation. She's very pretty. She's a great smile. She she um, cannot. She cannot lip sync worth shit. I went and did okay. some research on her TikTok. Oh, wow. Because I oh, can't. Are you familiar wow. with her before? No. Camila or? Good God. How weird would that be? Yes, I follow <laughs> yeah. a 14 Camilo. year old. But like, I have lots of thoughts about the TikTok, but I'll let you. Okay. Because I went, I went on a semi deep dive because I was like, there has to be more to her than this. Okay. So wasn't. she's, from what the article says, she's like a really cute blonde little blonde who records her life, but obviously has a lot of ambition. They they describe in the article, her parents are like, you know, she's a mini entrepreneur and she's taken the initiative to sell like, I don't know, she was selling potholders or something and made like $700 on TikTok. She, but she, she I don't know what the fuck course, she was. What? She designed a sticker, I believe. Oh, yes, it was a sticker. Sorry, sorry. She designed a sticker. It's so middle age, right? Stand in, all the, all oh, the TikTok moms. Sorry, it's so go. sad. I'm like, she designed potholders and no stickers. Okay. And so she's like this little entrepreneur and she gets all of these TikTok followers and she's having a grand old time and she's getting a lot of interest from the media the, the from hollywood like she's starting to travel and make a name for herself and there's interest in the industry and putting her on a reality tv show and she's obviously bringing in money and this yeah. kid that she knew from her school in new jersey her parents moved to florida for lower taxes and better weather and her uh, dad is an ex-cop. That's important to note. So anyway- I'm this very kid, familiar with the town they moved to. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can shed light on that. So this kid becomes obs- obviously obsessed with her, f- freakishly obsessed with her on TikTok. She notices that he comments. She, she sort of uh, responds back, but then it starts get, getting creepy. And he offers to Venmo her money and then come to find out he's approached her old classmates in New Jersey and they are selling him information on her uh, like pictures and then eventually her address. And then he shows up to their home in Florida and after she's kind of like starting to ignore him, block him because he's creepy and he blows their front door in with his gun. He shows up in like goggles and headphones, you know, like shooting range, I guess, headphones. And her dad, I guess, whips out his gun because the kid's gun gets jammed and then he ends up running away. And the father, I think, tells him to like get to the floor or stop. And the kid turns around to shoot at him and the father blows him away. Okay. And he dies, kills him. And he dies. He dies. He kills him. And it's sort of, it's tragic because the kid's like, yeah. like 18. a teenager, 18. Come to find out that his parents got divorced. His father's in India. I think his mother's back in New Jersey and he's decided to live in the U.S. with his, his mother had been otherwise a good student and they really don't know. I mean, obviously he became like psychotically depressed. That's, that's my only that would be my takeaway uh, or something about the technology. I'm, I'm, you know, it's hard to parse through that, but one would think, okay, <laughs> that after this experience that maybe you would take your child off of TikTok, but no, they effectively, it's too much fun for her, even though she has pedophiles also hitting on her and some other like, person young man has seems to be exhibiting something similar and has become obsessed with her and they sort of defensively say well this brings her so much pleasure and she's getting so many opportunities out of it we can't let it go we can't take it away from her we can't take it away yeah and we can't take it away our our our, uh, financial advisor has strongly advised us not to take it away from her I mean, no, that's not yeah, the article. Right. That's no, that's commentary. <laughs> My commentary. It was, <laughs> you know, what it reminded me of a lot of was Lindsay Lohan and her parents, yeah. and that remember when she was completely unraveling, and it was compl- it was very clear that her mother and father were just 
deranged show. Yeah. Yeah. And they were having yeah. fights and they got divorced. And why and- do I know that it's Dina and Michael Lohan? Why is that imprinted on my brain? <laughs> it's like, oh, I know. Lord. I'm like, when was the Constitution signed? But Dina and Michael <laughs> Lohan, Lohan. Yes. you know, um, uh, from Long Island. But yeah, that was kind of my that was my thought is, oh, we're breeding this new generation of like child star. Only it's TikTok. And eventually the future for this girl is probably completely fucked up. There's a huge difference, though, for me. Okay. Lindsay Lohan was and maybe still is talented. Uh But look, I as a grown man of gay mm. persuasion i felt like i could go to her to her to this child's tiktok and look at it and make a fairly objective assessment because i'm not going to be like PETA, whatever but i'm telling you if i <laughs> not was PETA, the animal rights you mean pedo, <laughs> pedo yes <laughs> the euro okay. trans uh yeah pronunciation oh my there. god Pedo. okay so you feel like you went to her tiktok and it makes you realize it really is all about cashing in because there's no intrinsic value in what's being presented. Um, yes, I did not go through the entire inventory of every TikTok, but I think I looked at like 10 to see to get a sample size and see if there was any kind of valuable content. And the only content is I am 14 years old and I make alluring eyes at you while very poorly lip syncing. And if I were a parent, yeah. you know, if, if I if I'm Michael and Dina Lohan, I'm like, oh, shit, like she can she, this girl can act like. Mm-hmm. But to for this, it's it just I'm so disgusted and I, I'm generally not a prude. I'm not, you know, but it's a teenager making eyes at the camera and sometimes scantily clad. And that's all it is. And lip syncing very poorly. So uh, on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, sure, as a teen, you should be free to do this. But then as a parent, how can you, you can't artistically or self-expression. There's, it's not, it's not, there's nothing there. This is not self-expression. It is self-expression though. Of course it is. Of course it is. But, but do you think that, um, you know, you're not placing a value on it. Um, I agree with you, like not a parent, but at what point are you not stepping in when you're seeing your kid is being sexualized and in um, in a forum where they're they are, you know, they're predators? Yeah, is that you know that that should raise alarm? Yeah, Um, I'm very conflicted because I don't think the onus is on the victim. I don't want a victim blame. Mm -mm. Well, she's a kid. Of course, it's not on her. Right. But when you look at it and you know that there are perverts out there, it's like custom designed content for perverts. It's yeah. also and I urge you to go have a look because yeah. she's not even trying to lip sync properly. It's all about maintaining the most sexy eyes, sexy. I think I guess the closest thing is like early Britney. Right. But again, with early Britney, there was something there. At least there were catchy pop tunes. Like you didn't, you know, as a gay man, I wasn't looking at Britney and being like, oh, my God, you know. Sure, but they were absolutely trading in on the pedos predilections. We're seeing her in little schoolgirl uniforms and trading in on a, a, you know, pubescent sexuality. Like, is it really more okay? that you no, know it's just mass yeah it's like the corporate i mean there was co- corporate yeah. muscle behind her i yeah. mean the one thing i took away from the article is like the whole family had been completely corrupted yeah i just yeah. I, I just thought like at the end of the day you know 15 years from now what kind of family it, it, will this be because it just seems as if no there are very few actors even even really talented people that you read about and so few of them talk well of their experience being child actors like even if they were the ones who sort of decided they wanted to do it like it's a very 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 rare that you read something where there isn't some kind of palpable regret that these people had it's, it's a minefield of exploitation and abuse. That's why. 
you know? Yeah. And if she yeah. transitions into the entertainment world and somehow like survives this, and I don't mean survives in the sense of like literally not getting shot, but just not getting totally <laughs> fucked up, you know, from, from being exploited by her parents, which I think is what's happening. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> and exploited by the app itself too. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I just, doesn't even Facebook require you to be like 16 in theory or whatever it is, whatever the age it's, there's a definitely a bottom line. So we are going to, we're talking about kids, but let's, uh, for some reason, I thought this was the future that you were going to talk about. So I was like, no. oh, what's Jen going to talk about like in the future? And I think, and then I thought about it and I'm like, in the future, you're literally just going to have like your toddler social media apps. You know what you I mean? Think? Like, well, we seem to be hey, moving back. We, we seem to be moving. This. Yeah. Team, team, ding, face chats. We're going to make some cash <laughs> off of that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I but wonder. Like 13 is the minimum age for TikTok. And yeah, you've got, to put it bluntly, all these highly sexualized teens on there. That's why Kanye West doesn't want North on there. <laughs> yes. We're, Can we're you on blame his, him? We're on his no, I can't. Yeah, but I, I, I agree with him, actually. But, I do. But I regardless, but doesn't North do like, okay, I haven't seen North's TikTok, but I think it's more goofy or isn't it? more again you have again you have to go see this she's like eight years old though she's not it's under the supervision of kim kardashian but i i would think that somebody who's like basically been through the the funhouse mirror of fame probably maybe is like wary of their kid kind of that's that's my sensitive read of it is like you know what i don't want my fucking kid like having to deal with what i've dealt with i don't i mean I, I I think that's completely valid, but yeah, it, it's I, kind of it's also kind of odd coming from someone who is I talk about the funhouse mirror. You you are you are creating the funhouse mirror. You are um, cultivating that uh, circus for yourself. So, yeah. um, might there be a way to not? be completely nuts and use social media? I think it's an open question. I don't know. I mean, I definitely, one of my, we've done this before, but it's like, it's like um, fantasy football for single people is imagining, well, it's not single people, but people without children is imagining what you would do if you were a parent. Oh yeah. It's, you know, it's fun. and it's, it is fun because it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like picking drafts when you do it. You're never going to fucking like, you know, coach a team. But it's it's it really does make you wonder, like, what would you do? What would you do if your kid wanted to be a child actor? Oh, God. It's so would, rough, right? I would I'm not just I, I know enough probably to. To know that if you discourage a kid from doing something, they're going to want to do it. I would put them in situations where they are extremely challenged and that they see the incredible amount of work they need to put in for probably very little return. And if they succeed in that, if they're able to sort of meet that challenge and really stay focused, then okay, great. But yeah, but in a I, sense, I would find a way of subtly discouraging. Like I would not want my kid to be an actor. I know that one hundred percent. I, but I feel like that's just more manageable, in a sense. Like what's more I just, manageable? I just feel like the chance of your seven-year-old appearing in a serial commercial or whatever, and then being like toxically like obsessed over is a much lower chance than, and I've linked, I just linked to the TikTok. I just want one of you at least to look at the link I just put <laughs> in there because I want you to see what I'm talking about. And okay. like my seven, bratty seven-year-old kid, kid is sell, selling like, I don't know, Fruit Loops versus this. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So this is all just her being cute. That's all it is. Is it just cute? It's not cute. It- it's sexy though, right? That's what you're saying, Camilo? Uh, it's, she's, she's very good, I think, of straddling that line, which is a pedophile like dream, which is I am childlike, yet I am adult-like at the same time. And her parents obviously see her TikToks. They, I mean, they're, they're sentient beings. They know what that means and how 
um, what she's putting out there and they're they're okay with it. They're okay with it. They're okay with it because she's Oh my god, this it. is all just this really is like pedophile uh fish food. It's yeah. gross. It's but really I'm glad gross. I'm not the only one that I'm a weird old I, 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 I judgmental. Um <laughs> I will. That is really sick. <laughs> That's why I felt like I had to go look at it because I'm like, well, what is going yeah. on? Like, what is it? Is she yeah. making funny, like comedic little vi- If she was making funny comedic videos, I somehow I'd be less upset for the parents because I'd be like, well, she's creating like she's trying to get the talent. She has a talent. She's trying to express her like comedy chops. So she's trying to express her really good lip syncing or really great dancing, neither of which she's has like. You know, you think TikTok, you think great dances, you know, hilarious lip syncs or whatever. None of that is on display here. Um, She's trading in on what she has. Like, uh, you know, should we? Youth. Yeah, no, but I can I can tell you something. The parents are fucking gross. Yeah. 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 Her brother, her brother. Do you remember in the article that quote where he's like, this is all your fault? He yeah, yeah, up. yeah. And yeah, you know when what? they're, when I, they're huddling... brother, I was like, yeah, you're going to get us killed. Yeah, with, when yeah. she's with the shit you're putting out there. Yeah. Like, that's what... Yeah, you can uh, totally imagine pedophiles and just or just really mixed up kids who want a girlfriend and become obsessive. And I don't blame her, but the, the parents, that's that's pretty. That's Yeah. Well, what I want to know is, I mean, has she had counseling? This has got to, this has got to F you up. Like, I don't understand how she's continuing to put this stuff out there, continuing to deal with strange interactions on the internet and not be completely traumatized by the fact that this, this horrific incident happened and that they were almost killed. It keeps her up at night. But the machine must continue churning out. Yeah, but obviously she's You're right, Kim. Kind of she a, needs counseling. She, I don't know yeah, if she's getting like, it. For that and also the idea that your self-worth is entirely dependent on your TikTok count. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, that's the other thing. She, she, wakes, she says, I can't sleep, but I know that when I wake up, I'll get so excited by all the likes. Yeah. She said it's like that's Christmas. Sick. Father was like, oh, yes, it's like Christmas every day. We're building something. I mean, that, that this is not these. This is not the temperature of a of a healthy bunch of people. And yeah, it's a disturbing. Anyway, it's in the New York Times. Who's the failing New, New York you, Times? Do you want to credit the? Uh, the uh, yeah. Byline. Let me see. I took. Um, I think I have it up. Do you want me to just? Uh, that would be great. This was by Elizabeth Williamson. Thank you, Elizabeth. Because yes. also the fact. Also, I, I just like I have so many levels of outrage. The the nerve of the parents, they probably thought this would be like a burnishing piece, you know, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this is genius. Like yeah, genius level reporting because it's it's neutral. It's an article, but it is such an indictment. But she got the parents to talk and talk and talk, and they're just digging and they're everything they say. Oh, they look horrific. Yeah. They look awful. Yeah. Although they clearly know because the mother says this might not be like people might not understand it, but it's the right thing for our family. Meaning, there's so much money coming in. She's getting attention from Hollywood. She likes it. And by extension, we like it because oh. our little angel is getting sort of the attention from the mass public we think she deserves. I don't know. It's not good. It's 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 uh it's a very it's a very scary like it would make a very good like dark Michael Haneke movie. But um yes. but uh, no, not so uh, not so funny games. Um Yeah. But anyway, keeping it cheerful here, <laughs> I, it, as always, it, it really is a trick. To be honest, I'd been avoiding I'd, the article is keeps appearing. I'd been avoiding reading it all week because I knew it was going to infuriate me beyond belief. OK, I have a question for you. Curveball. What if you'd gone to her TikTok page and it was hilarious and charming? I would and feel artistic. completely different. I would feel comp- no, I would feel completely different because okay. then I would feel like a parent who's like 
some fucking asshole with a gun isn't going to derail our daughter's like genuine creativity and spirit, you know? Yeah. I'm not saying she doesn't have spirit. She does. She obviously mm-hmm. does. She's been entrepreneurial. She does not. She made $700 on her sticker when she was 12 or whatever. Holders. So that's cool. Like that's not an issue, <laughs> but if I'd gone to it, I'd have been like, yeah, she has something like, don't, don't shut that down. Yeah. Or maybe find another avenue for it, but I don't know. But, but yeah, I but would, you're like, oh, she's you're right. I would feel totally and, differently. And, and that's really why I went to it. Yeah. That's right. exactly why I went to it to, to see. And instead you found like pedophile. <laughs> I mean, it, it's very pedo bait. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's very t- tailored to, it looks like it's very tailored to the male gaze. I have to say um, it's very generic. It's like a, pretty a cute little blonde like a she looks like a budding little cheerleader um there's not much else going on there it's strange. i find it very very strange i really hope she gets out of this at, in a you know oh god and and you know and by the way mike so now i'm thinking okay so a retired policeman's salary i'm not sure from new jersey maybe it's great really good money i don't know um, it's not bad money. I don't it's, think it's, it's bad. It's, okay. it's six figures. It's, oh, it's yeah. six figures. Okay. Because yeah. oh, yeah, exactly. Naples, going back to the, where they live, Naples is a town that is directly across the state from Fort Lauderdale. And um, so Jim and I, and you drive like two hours across something called Alligator Alley, which is like the Everglades, basically. And then we'd like to go there because it's very tony, very expensive, and has some really good restaurants. And then you can go sit on the beach and watch the sunset, which is really nice because it's on the West Coast. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, I'm wondering if it's one of those families that bought a house too big for what, you know, for. Well, they, they had just... to move. <sighs> yeah. That but, thing. but now they have the money. But I mean, when they originally moved, I'm just wondering if they overbought. Right. You know, they somehow are underwater in their house because it's just what Americans do in Florida all the time. They overbuy and then um, they can't, can't keep up with payments. the payments. Yeah. And so then they have this little cash cow. Yep. That part, part of me is wondering, it's like. Little Miss Mortgage Payment. It is so depressing. It is a really depressing portrait of a, of a, of contemporary America and a certain type of, and family and technology and children and narcissism. I mean, there's a lot in that story and none of it's really good. And TikTok as like kind of a weird malevolent force. I mean, even that paragraph that was like, oh yeah, there's the, the children watching it and they're like, replicate the starvation diet and the, you know, the, the trends that emerge there that does this people- just boil down to, can anybody answer this? TikTok is a Chinese company. Like, is. is this not just their way of infiltrating every part of our society and ruining it, it from the inside out? Does TikTok exist in China? I don't know. That's a really good question. It's yeah. owned by ByteDance. Yeah. I and if it, we had a functioning government, they should be kicked out. But yes, oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, it's it pretty strange. They looked corrosive. into it. They decided everything and was great. They decided it was like everything else, the profit motive, the money, because I think surely it's American investor. I mean, yeah, it's too much money. It's too much money until it gets to a point where it's, you know, it damages enough people's children that there's some kind of action taken or things become so tense with the Chinese government that they start kicking out of Chinese companies. That's probably, that will probably happen at some point, but it it is pretty weird. That is the one I I've never downloaded it. TikTok, you know, some of the videos are very fun. Yeah. I just, you have it, but people spend enormous amounts of time on it. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you go actually, I would actually recommend as an exercise in what's going on with our youth today or just the world in general, because um, just go to TikTok.com. You don't even yeah. don't download the app and just see what it's showing you as the top things, because yeah. the yes, you can TikTok will curate it once it knows what you like and whatever. Apparently, it's genius at curating. I only have like yeah. a couple of things like. But if you just look at what's the top, it is so insipid. It's beyond 
Like <laughs> even Google is Encyclopedia Britannica next to what's on the quote unquote front page of TikTok. Oh, really? Yeah, which is like influencer teens, just stuff like this. Like you mean like Ava us? Is her name, right? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. From the yes. story, <laughs> not like us. we're a PhD. We're a PhD program compared Absolutely. to TikTok. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but it's a really fascinating thing for you to go do because i think that's what most people are interested in because it's the front page of you know it's the top posts on tiktok i have a yeah. question in barbados kim do people is that is tiktok a thing i don't know um instagram is definitely a thing facebook is a, a thing i haven't uh, i'm kind of out of touch with tiktok because it is it has creeped me out for a while. I've been completely um, paranoid about downloading it. I've never downloaded it. Um, I don't think it's as big of a thing as Instagram is here. Um, So I don't, and I would, I, I'd have to check that, but I think there's some theories about that. I have, Um, there isn't as far in my estimation, there isn't as much of that, like stand out, culture here we were talking yeah. about this off of off of recording but um people don't go out of their way to stand out right um so i don't know if tiktok would be something that would be huge here maybe maybe it is and i'm just not like in touch with the 12 and 13 year old or 13 year olds that's possible but i don't think so Kim, yeah. i'm glad to hear you're not in touch that that much in touch with in 12 touch, and 13 year olds not touching them <laughs> and, and no variation of that yeah if you um, okay i have one last question and this is if the last went, question the last question if you went out on a date with somebody like a middle-aged man <laughs> and he was like <laughs> told you about how much he loved tiktok would you just be like check i mean <laughs> Would it be a red yeah, flag? I'd lose interest. I, I I I do see like there's someone in particular that I've seen um post their TikTok videos on another platform or I think it's Facebook. So I've been able to see their tick and they are a middle-aged person and they're doing the TikTok dances and stuff. I mean, the I guess I'd feel differently if they were doing subject matter that I felt was like, I don't know tailored for that age group maybe i'm sounding really old buddy daddy but yeah i just part of me was like oh yeah this is hard to watch look. Yeah. yeah i feel like i get on twitter on twitter i get a lot of like the really funny tiktoks from comedians yeah. like they'll cross post yeah and i i hear like culinary tiktok is a big thing so you, you oh. can theoretically be on tiktok or also like repair tiktok you know there's like all these things did you ever see the ones of that guy who was like, he did angry customer service from like Ikea. It was really funny. He had this no. really intense music and it's like, why would I care about your Billy bookshelf? You know, he was like, I'll, I'll find it and send it to you guys. Like any platform, there's the potential for lots of creativity. And oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. The fact, the fact that it's 13 and up though. Yeah. Yeah, and clearly like they could solve so many problems if they just tried or cared. Just upped the age, you know, the age range. Oh, I see. Yeah, but it's a, then the kids would think it's not cool, and they'd move on to the next thing. So, well, I'm with Kanye on this one. Get north <laughs> off. <laughs> Get north off. Um, excuse me. Yay, you're with. Oh, yay. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's that's true. I have to watch this documentary. I'm with Yay on this one. I can't. I can't yay, deal yay. with him anymore. Please, just that'll be. <laughs> That'll be our next episode. Well, um, listeners, we would love to know if you have children and you're exploiting them on TikTok. (laughs) So why don't you let us know? And if you want to come on the show and talk about it and defend yourself. We will will absolutely rip you to shreds, but you will have a chance to defend yourself. Be warned. Yeah. No, no, but if your child is like really, truly being creative on there, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I would love to. I would have loved to do it when I was a teen. Like I would have done skits and stuff. Oh yeah, we all would have. Great maybe. TikToker. Yeah, we were, we were like that kind of kid. Like yeah, theater kids. Oh my god, you're making me want to do a TikTok where I'm a middle aged woman being a kid on TikTok, <laughs> like ten fifteen for TikTok. Um, 
Uh, anyway, thank you so much for yet another illuminating episode with my mm-hmm. cohorts. Also, email in and tell us who won the Afghanistan debate. Oh, God. <laughs> Remember last week's heated <laughs> discussion? I want to count votes, okay? No one um, won. It was just true. a discussion. Let's not set this precedent. Only, only, the, only the children of Afghanistan won because they're getting $3.5 billion. Oh, let's not go there. Directly, directly, it's getting Venmo. Oh my God, getting Venmo directly into their accounts. I am blowing the whistle on this. Thank you. Kim was. I feel like Kim was the only one who won. For hot, yeah, Kim, you are the clear winner. For hot takes, uh, follow us on at halfway there the podcast at in things. Not TikTok yet, working on it, but um, once Jen gets her first vid done. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Special Patreon gift pot holders for $700 (laughs) contributions. Absolutely. Jen's secret story from work that she would not share. How much is that? A thousand dollars? Oh, yes. Patreon. Mm -hmm. What's the dollar amount? A thousand dollars. You okay. get the secrets from the campus. Um, but there, are, I will do an illustration of you in the style of our logo. Uh, if you donate the minimum amount on our Patreon, which I forget what it is, five bucks, uh, yep. one dollar, I don't know, two. <laughs> and there will be audio extras. We have an audio extra from today with horrible British accents. That's <laughs> as per Yeah. Anything else? Um, leave us, leave us uh, reviews. Uh, give us five stars and write a great review about us. We are still currently only accepting five-star reviews. So <laughs> please do um, give those uh, generously. And we we love you. Yeah. yeah. Keep Help it perky. Build our audience and yeah. keep it perky. Um, a lot of musicians have had to go back to Spotify because their contracts require them, even if they want to boycott it. Um but the record labels are the ones deciding, but we're off pod, uh, we're off Spotify. I'm sorry. So find us on Apple Podcasts and everything else. Yeah. And you you live you're leaving them hanging with the perkiness. Yeah, keep it perky. You were we're lopsided. Keep it perky. Keep it very perky. This has been halfway there, but it's also the end. The end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it.